Okay, three, one, and we're on. Hello, folks. Um, welcome to the Hampton and the Mal podcast. My name is Jack Mal. And my name is Brandon Hampton. And together we are Hampton and the Mal. Um, so today is the very first episode of our podcast. And for today's episode, we're deciding to talk about top five tips for new college students. Yes. Welcome, welcome. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we're going to give you some really cool tips, new tricks, and all that good stuff to prepare you guys for a successful and exciting college experience. Yep. Um, so I guess we should give uh, the folks listening at home like a quick sort of, just a quick intro um, about who we are. So um, Brendan and I are recent college graduates. And um, it's a sort of weird time to graduate from college because this COVID has um, forced us out of our schools for the last, the very last semester. So pretty much like the very last classes of college, graduation ceremonies and everything else um, we've had to do remotely. It's um, definitely been a challenge because we haven't been able to see each other physically we're all stuck in our house. Um, but yeah, this podcast has been an, an excellent idea and us trying to maintain a relationship, a connection, and continue on um, speaking with our friends and family and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, with that said, let's just jump straight ahead into the today's topic, which is top five tips for new college students. Um, yeah. So Brendan and I sort of had to think back four years, um, our freshman days. Wow. Like quite That's a so long time. <laughs> I feel like an old man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It feels like, this is cliche, but it feels like everything just flew by in the back of an eye. And I really can remember the first time, my very first day in college. I remember the very first day I met Brandon, actually. Was, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we, were, um, we were both going to this like it was like a, a a meet and greet for the school choir, and um, we were just doing an activity. And I remember um, I think Brandon came in uh, kind of late, but we were like sort of just sharing snacks and drinks, and there was like a party platter of like cookies. And I think, uh, if my memory isn't wrong, I remember Brendan coming up and um, the first thing he asked was like, uh, are there raisins in these? Is that what you asked? Like, are there raisins in these cookies? <laughs> and then, oh. <laughs> that wasn't a weird question at all, but like I was drinking water and, um, and like, I think I just like, I just like spit out my water laughing in hysteria. I don't know. Yeah. I remember, so I walked up to you because I actually, thought you, for some reason, I thought that you were working with the choir, or that you were part of the choir, or that you were like a student already. I didn't realize you were a first year. So, because you were just standing behind the, oh. the snack table, and you look so official. I'm just thinking, oh, he's manning the table right now. Let me go up and ask him. <laughs> so, so, like, I go up and ask you, like, I think I asked you, did it have any peanuts in it? Because I do have a nut allergy. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so, but then we just immediately just started laughing. Yeah, it was actually pretty weird. Um, <laughs> it's hard to explain, but basically I was drinking, I was drinking water, and when he asked that question, 
I burst out in like laughter and um, basically I just like spit my water everywhere. Um, but yeah, that was our that was our very first meeting, Brandon and me. Um, and you know, it's so weird because I think that's pretty much our only connection in college, right? Um, like because we're like on different, we we're studying different things. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a bio major. You're an IAS major. Literally, none of our activities yeah. uh, like overlap except for choir and we only did choir for like the first year or so but yeah uh, you know here we are four years now college graduates and doing a podcast together so <laughs> it's you know life is life lot. is unpredictable and crazy but here we are <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah um basically we're here now done with college looking back at our experiences and we're here to give you some tips on um how to handle college you know for new new college uh incoming freshmen or incoming first years so the tip we have for everybody today is to keep a planner yes and let me tell you guys a little story back when i was in high school so i had a math teacher his name was mr hendrix and this man was brutal. I mean, he really, really, really pushed for the success of his students, but in a way that was almost like a uh, abusive father, let's say. <laughs> so he would often tell his students, make sure you come after school to practice. And it wasn't an option. It was like you had to come after school. And he just always really pushed repetition and organization and made sure that Everyone came to class ready and prepared with all the materials. But one thing he always told us in preparation for college was that we want to take handwritten notes. And obviously in math, it's not like you could do it on the laptop anyway. (laughs) But (laughs) the message that he basically instilled in us is that you have to take handwritten notes because by taking handwritten notes, your memory would improve and actually like, that's something that I took with me at the beginning of college. And it's something that was kind of normal to me. So when I saw my peers using laptops, um, it was just really interesting to me because that's something that I wasn't really used to and just how distracting it could be. Honestly, I remember even in my last years of college, when I studied more marketing because I'm an international studies, Spanish major with a minor in marketing, I noticed a lot of the kids in my class had laptops and no one was really paying attention. So just be aware that handwritten notes will take you far as far as like retention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so far as we're talking about planners, uh, do you have any um, little secrets? So did you keep a little, like a physical planner in your backpack round with you? Yeah. So yeah, so I had, you know, in high school, they actually provided us planners. So we didn't have to go and buy our own planner. Like the school just gave it to us. So it was all like school themed. They said Providence St. Mail. Had a little school colors in them, pink and gold. Not pink, purple. <laughs> purple and gold. And when I got to college, I just ordered one off of Amazon. Or you can just get at the bookstore. You can literally just use like a notebook, something cheap. Um, I know it's easier and people think it's less expensive to use. Well, you know, your laptop. But trust me, it's worth writing it down because you will memorize it. So like a tip that I have, honestly, is as soon as you get your syllabus, do not wait. Because if you wait to actually write down 
your schedule. Um, and that means important dates, like exam dates, homework assignments, even just little homework assignments, readings, write all that down, trust me, because you will forget if you don't. <laughs> and you do not want to carry around all those syllabus, like just in your folder. It, you want to have easy access to your assignments and know what you're going to do, because it's just going to make your life easier in the long run. So like, that's definitely like a huge tip is like, like write all your assignments down um, in your notebook because the syllabus is not um, that sustainable when it just comes to carrying it around campus and doing all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so far, yeah, I guess like coming from, personally, I didn't use, I didn't use a planner that much in, um, college and I can speak about all the things that that leads to so a lot of uh, uh, you know when you when you don't keep a planner or some other form of like time scheduling um, what tends to happen is like you procrastinate on a lot of things that don't have deadlines so um, I don't know if you ever had this before but like emailing teachers or um, just like emailing people in general yeah. Um, there were just like a lot of emails that emails aren't one of those things where like, you know, it's like, oh, it's an assignment that has a deadline. So like, for instance, if I wanted to email a teacher about like a question that I had in class and I didn't have a planner. Right. So like, I would just like that would stick in my mind um, just like indefinitely until probably like a week before the test. And then I would email them. And that was just like, that was just like bad. Um, <laughs> Scheduling too. Scheduling meetings was always put off without a planner. Um, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I remember when I, you know, before I actually, because there were sometimes, you know, I would get less motivated and not actually write down the assignments, and I would get to like uh, Hell Week. And for you guys that don't know what Hell Week means, <laughs> you will find out. Wait, what about? <laughs> 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 yeah so like that's basically like towards the end of each semester and you just like oh but it with assignments you know homework tests finals all that kind of stuff but what you want to do this will really 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 help you succeed if you can write all that stuff down because me for someone you know if you don't have a really good memory if if you just can't remember everything you don't want to rely on your friends because sometimes your friends don't know you know so it's best to just write everything down so you'll have it. Even make post-it notes. You know, this planner doesn't just extend to like, you know, having a notebook, but you can literally write notes down in your dorm room or on the door just to remind you to do assignments. It's just the practice of actually writing it down will help you in remembering what you need to do. Right, right. And sort of to add on to that too, handwriting, um... Uh, sort of how you were saying that handwriting is just better than typing in general. I think I read somewhere like there's like been scientific studies that show somehow, I don't know, but apparently like handwriting something helps you memorize it better than typing it down. Mm -hmm. Something about like just the physical, the physicality of like handwriting, um, like a fact that etches it into your brain. Um, exactly. So handwriting notes will also be better um, in, like, in like classes and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. 
so much better because you're present. Like when you have this laptop in front of your face, you can't really, you have to divide your attention between the professor and what they're saying and your laptop versus if you have your notebook, it's just like you have all this extra space in front of you that's not really blocking your view. So it's just, it's beneficial for everyone. And then your professor won't complain or call you out because that does happen sometimes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, professors will definitely, like some of my professors didn't even allow laptops in class because, you know, they said themselves that it doesn't work and that you're not going to pay attention because, you know, people are on Facebook, people are online shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a thing in college for some reason. People Brandon, love it. So, you know, lecture classes? You said what? You ever have any large lecture classes? Oh yeah, I like my first two years. I had a lot of large lecture classes, and it was just a sea of laptops. Yeah, the thing about large lecture classes is that where you choose to sit in the class is really important on how well you'll do. Um, maybe not for everybody, but like I feel like for most people that's true, because I, for at least for like the first year. Um, like Gen Chem and physics, those were like 300 student lecture halls, right? I'd go in and most of the time I would sit in the back. I'd look down, there'd be like Facebook, Facebook, Amazon, other stuff. And you just look down on everybody's like private browsers and like it was just not conducive to learning. So like, uh, this is sort of going off track, but I would say sit as front to the class, as close to the professor as you can. Um, number one, it just, you know, it, it spares you having to look at everybody's laptops. And then also like sitting close to the professor, there's some sort of like, I don't know, like tension that keeps you awake. You know, like what if the professor mm -hmm. falls on me or something like that. Um, and also that's, really, that's a really good tip. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Sort of went off a tangent on a tangent, but that's number one, keep a planner. Um, mm -hmm. Second tip is to take time to develop relationships. Do you want to explain that a little bit more? Oh yeah, sure. And you know, it actually relates to the point you made about um, just knowing where to sit in class because you know, you have your classmates and when you first go to college, you know, it's a very nerve wracking experience because it's like, oh, I'm leaving all my friends behind in high school. How am I going to make new friends? Are they going to like me? You know, there's all these questions are running through your head. And honestly, one of the easiest ways that I found to make friends is <laughs> the common struggle. So like just, you know, worrying about who to study with and who to actually, you know, um, yeah, just do homework with. So like, I feel like if you can actually develop these relationships, get to know somebody and then actually um, by getting to know someone, you can study with them and do homework. So like, okay, cool. So like, give us, give us a glimpse into your life. Um, mm -hmm. what's a sort of specific example that you've Yeah. Had? <laughs> so, it's really funny. Um, the impact of relationships is actually something that has shaped, um, my college experience and just the friendships I've made. So I, um, I dance salsa, I'm a dancer, um, it's an amazing experience. And we have a team at my college called WUSAS, premier Latin dance team. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a friend on that team, her name is Eva. She actually graduated a year. Um, oh, this is the person you're talking about. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my, Eva, oh my gosh, she is amazing. Um, <clears throat> she's amazing. But um, Eva, she basically, she literally introduced me to the major I have today. I had no idea what I was getting into. So I came in, just to give you guys some background information, I came into college pre-med. You know, I thought I was going to be a doctor. I thought I was going to do stuff, but like that didn't really um, speak to me. I felt like that wasn't really um, in my path. So I was very passionate about languages, culture, just learning new things in that sense. That was something that I really valued and I wanted to learn more. So I knew Spanish was going to be one of the things that I focused on. However, I didn't know what else to study and I knew I didn't want to do medicine. So my friend Eva, she actually was an IAS major, which is International and Area Studies. We just call it IAS for short at my school. Um, and she told me like this major has so many opportunities. You can literally take any class you want. So for anyone that doesn't know what they're doing, if you go to college, I definitely recommend that you consider an international type studies major because it literally allows you to choose any class you want within any discipline. Um, it gives you so much freedom in that regard. So if you're thinking of humanities, I would recommend that. But she was just such a pivotal person in my life because um, not only did she allow me to change, you know, to choose my major, but later in life, I ended up studying abroad in Chile and she did the same program. So she gave me a lot of insight into that and just, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have done it. And I honestly can't even imagine what I would have done without that relationship. So it just shows you the importance of the people that are around you and you never know what impact someone will have on your life. So just value each relationship and take time out of your day to really get to know someone. So. Yeah. And so um, what year did you start doing salsa again? Kevin? So I started my freshman year in college. I joined my freshman year. Oh my God. Like, if y'all would have saw me before college, you probably would have said, like, what? <laughs> this, he got into salsa? Like, what? Because <laughs> I definitely didn't have any rhythm. I had two left feet. Like, my family made fun of me so much for it. They were, like, hugely surprised. And my friends from high school that I just got this passion and somewhat skill for dance that has definitely developed over the four years. But... Um, I first started the freshman year, and um, I remember even the first day, actually, <laughs> during the audition, <laughs> I actually thought she was, um, <laughs> I thought she was auditioning. She just has such a um, positive and energetic personality. She just, as soon as you see her, she just brightens your day. She has that energy to her. Is this that, Eva um, you're talking about? Is this Eva? Um, yeah, Eva, yeah. She's just... She has that energy, that spark, that's just like, just um, blooming with life. I can't even describe it in words because obviously you just have to meet her to know. <laughs> but um, yeah, she was definitely like, definitely a huge, huge person in my life. Um, and yeah, just really, really shaped my college experience. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Eva there if you're listening. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love you, Eva. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess what we can take away from that is like just like the little relationships that you develop can be um, might not mean as much in the beginning, but they sort of like snowball into something meaningful later on. Even though you might not know what that might mean, um, right? 
and I guess it sort of goes back to like just you and me. Um, yeah. Fire in the beginning sort of like wasn't anything. And then we sort of, uh, we used to, we used to go and um, jam. Remember in freshman <laughs> sophomore, I would have my guitar and then we would just go to some empty classroom during the night and we'd just like sing our lungs off. Uh, oh God, those were the times. Those were yeah. the times. Yeah, that was really fun. But uh, it just goes to show, you know, like once a week. And then eventually college did get busier for the both of us. And junior year, we didn't really see that much of each other. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, wow. That just brought up so many uh, memories. I just, I remember <laughs> this one specific time when we were outside and it was freezing cold but you had your guitar and we were singing oh yes people that yes okay yes and we literally had an audience it was just amazing it was surreal <laughs> yeah so basically what happened was, it was like friend said like it was a cold night it was pretty late too i think uh we were just like uh we were outside of um an area at the school called the duck it was just like a um, like a little picnic area, not a picnic area, just like a, outside of a building right in front of a field. <laughs> we were just there singing. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then like probably, I guess, like after a while, a group of drunk kids, I think they were coming back from like a party or something off campus. And then they just came and came along with us. And I think we had a pretty good time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you know what? I think they might have had a better time than we did, but you know. <laughs> yeah, we never, we never really found out who they were, but um, if, they remember, if they remember who we are, just shout out to you guys as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoever you are. Oh my God. Yeah. What an experience. Right. And Jack, you also had um, a personal experience with someone you met as well that really shaped your life in some way did you want to share yeah um, your experience with that uh well so i guess like um i got into i got into boxing recently it's probably like um senior year sometime between junior and senior year and um i just our gym has like a punching bag um and it has like a punching bag isolated from basketball field and like the weights and so i'd go there to punch um, punch the punching bag. That sounds really stupid saying that out loud, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I literally go there and punch the punching bag. Uh, I'm blinking out on a more eloquent way to say that, but, um, on one of my sessions, <laughs> I saw this dude, um, who also went to punch the punching bag, for lack of a better term, and, um, you know, we just sort of got along, um, <laughs> We just sort of got along, um, and so I asked him, like, you know, what does he do? And because uh, he was like, he wasn't just punching; he was like throwing kicks and knees at the bag too. And um, I can't really explain it, but if you see him do it, it's devastating. Like the amount of force he kicks the punching bag with, it's like uh, it's like a gunshot. Like wow! Like you can feel the explosion and the power go from his hips into the bag. <laughs> oh, wow. And so anyway, um, 
that was how I met this dude. Um, and so, yeah, we started, we started training in Muay Thai. That's where he was practicing. Um, it's called Muay Thai, also known as Thai kickboxing, where you get to throw punches, um, kicks, knees, and elbows. And so he had these pads that um, we sort of uh, practiced off of. And um, it's going to take a long time to get into what exactly we do. But anyway, the bottom uh, end of like more of the story is that, you know, uh, this, oh, oh yeah. And uh, this guy is a, he was a law student um, at the time I was an undergrad. Right. And so yeah, yeah. Um, the story being that like, just put yourself out there and um, you know, there's some people who you probably wouldn't get to know or expect to be like your friends. Like I, I was like pre-med undergrad um, and I met a law student. We're like in totally different worlds. But um, the point being that like, if you take a little time out of your week every week to just get to, get to spend, and it doesn't even have to be like, you know, like productive, it could be any hobby, um, but those relationships develop and um, you, you get like a, yeah, you get like a friendship out of it. And um, I don't really know know what more to say on that. Yeah, yeah, you explained it very, very well and it makes so much sense. Like the key idea here is be open-minded. Don't, don't um, limit yourself as far as friendship possibilities. You know, go out of your comfort zone, try new things. Like, you know, you can meet people in so many different places. So you just got to put yourself out there because college, this is the time to do it. Because after that, it just goes downhill. <laughs> okay, joking. <laughs> college grads who are currently studying for post-grad, uh, grad school exams right now. So. Oh <laughs> Send help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, that pretty much wraps up our second tip of just taking the time to develop relationships. Yeah. So for our next tip, um, we suggest that you guys really, really, so most students, when you enter college, you're going to be living in the dorm. So like for us, I'm pretty sure we're required to live in a dorm at least freshman year. Is that right? Yeah. At least freshman year. <laughs> yeah. So we have to use, we have to live in residential housing freshman year. And then usually people stay sophomore year, sometimes junior but after that people usually just move off campus but either way whether you're on campus or off campus one thing that a lot of students do is choose to decorate their rooms and this is something that can just you know add a little glimpse of your personality to your room whether that be posters souvenirs you know banners anything that just liven your room up because ultimately you're going to be living there so you want to make it as homey as possible um just for yourself and also just to show off to your friends and family, whoever else visits your room. So just like a little personal antidote is, that's something that I kind of avoided until the last minute, to be honest, <laughs> of college. Um, it was just because of like, I never took the time to really do that. I've always viewed my dorm as just like a place to sleep or just sometimes study, but I never really took the investment to like, actually just you know take the time to just decorate it and it, it wasn't really it didn't feel like a home to me it just felt like you know a room and I was just like oh just waiting to get back home during the breaks and all that kind of stuff but um we had a poster sale at our school that also was in the duck 
And basically they were like really cheap posters for, you know, cheap prices. And they were pretty big too, different sizes, different styles. So I bought a dancer. It was like basically a Latin dance poster of this guy and this like, he was holding this woman in like this dip pose. And it's amazing. I wish I could like show you guys. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Wait, wait, that's where you got the poster from? Yeah, I got it from the poster sale. Like they had so many different types of posters. It was like, yeah, like honestly, the artists, thank you if you're listening. (laughs) But, and I got a Walking Dead poster because you know, I'm into horror. I love the creepy shit like vampires zombies anything that will possibly harm my, me i love it <laughs> so that was i was really into that and i also got a chicago banner of the skyline you know i got to represent i'm from chicago if y'all don't know um beautiful city from a very far perspective when you get inside it gets a little you know <laughs> dirty but <laughs> I was just look up a picture of Chicago skyline. You'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, that's actually really beautiful. Yeah, we got the Lake Michigan. You know, from some angles, it really looks like you're at like a tropical destination. <laughs> it looks, you know, if you have the camera in the right right angle, you could be in Miami despite the weather. <laughs> so keep that in mind. But yeah, it's a very, very um, energetic, beautiful city. A lot of things to do. Um, I can recommend so much. But anyway, back to decorating. <laughs> yeah, we can't have a poster store. just brought you back to Chicago, right? <laughs> yeah, like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know a lot of people have like lights too on their in their rooms, sort of like Christmas lights. Um, yeah, yeah. Good point. My brother actually has these um, like strobe lights in his room, so every time I go in there, I feel like I'm gonna have like my brain is just like, what is happening? Because <laughs> one, you know, one day it will be this color, it will be like a pink color. The next day it's blue color, and then it just changes like automatically to green on its own, and it's just like, whoa. Honestly, I don't know how he studies in that environment, but hey, <laughs> it represents him. So that's the point, honestly, just to represent yourself through your room because I can immediately identify, like, as, as soon as I see strobe lights or, like, if I walk into that room, I'm just like, that's him. Like, I, I just immediately know. There's, like, no question. Like, no one else has this room. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had a projector in your room before? I haven't, even though I would have been very curious to try that. It sounds like after I moved out of my dorm, but I would really appreciate having a projector. So um, it doesn't even have to be like a big projector. I have uh, literally the cheapest projector you can find on Amazon. Pro tip, if you're ever at uh-huh. the theater, you can um, position the projector vertically on the ground next to your bed. And just make sure it's like, you know, connected to like your laptop or something and it's connected to the laptop and project it onto the ceiling. So that way you can just like lie lie prostrate on your bed, you know, your head facing the ceiling like the stars, and then you can put on a movie or something. Uh, Uh, You know, 
Yeah. That actually reminds me. I had a, you know, I knew an RA. Yeah. That had a projector. And, you know, we actually hooked up, but, you know, that's a different story. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, wait. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just have to make sure that I heard that correctly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I heard that correctly. Um, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, the projector. Basically, um, basically, what this means is that we have to make our podcast, um, we have to check the explicit um, tag on our podcast when we upload it. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We can take that out if we want. <laughs> story for another time. Story for another time. <laughs> right. Yeah. So let's stay tuned for that story. Because I, I have I this is the first time I'm hearing this too. <laughs> okay. Oh, you guys have so much to know. So much. <laughs> but right. you said she had a projector too? Yeah, so um it was um yeah, yeah. It was basically like just in their room and they just played it, you know, every once in a while when they had company over or whatever. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Great way to talk with people. Um you catch my drift. So that's room decorating for you folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, no more to be said, I guess. Let's move on to number four. Get to know the staff. Yeah. Uh, Yes, yeah, we're talking about cooks, janitors, um, mm-hmm. housekeeping. Um, yeah, really, people. I guess like who? I guess we don't appreciate often enough. Exactly. I remember, yeah. I, I remember putting this on our list because I was thinking about um, the other day in my apartment. I was cleaning out my, I was cleaning out my freaking garbage disposal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever done that. It's like you have to go down there and. You like unscrew a lot of pipes and after you do the pipes like dirty water comes like uh filling out of those pipes and you have to have a bucket to catch all that dirty water and there's like mold in the pipes and uh well actually i guess there wasn't supposed to be mold but there were mold in my <laughs> so i had to clean them out um <laughs> and uh and then the garbage disposal it takes like a ton of energy to unhinge that too but um basically cleaning the pipe pipes made me appreciate how much work the staff at our school do that um at least for a time went unnoticed i guess i didn't i didn't really appreciate it for a while um but yeah um like speaking with the janitors who clean your rooms every every week or so um, showing them that appreciation, uh, I think that's, that's something really important. Looking back, like yeah, uh, the cooks too. Um, yeah, I've got a pretty good relationship with the cooks, right? Brandon. Oh yeah, I, I love the cooks. You know, that's you know, guys, that's something that you really do have to really respect and acknowledge because these cooks they work so 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 hard. And, you know, a lot of times they have to work during holidays. That means Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, sometimes even over the summer. So they don't get a lot of chances to just, you know, relax. And so, you know, a lot of things, just respect them. Say thank you. Say please, you know, say hello. How are you doing? Just simple things like that can really go a long way with them. Because, I, you know, just over my college experience, I've seen a lot of different things. 
<laughs> and just the amount of disrespect that some people have is just out of my, I, I just, I really don't understand. It's just like, you know, people, they'll go like really extra with the orders or just like put this on, put that on and normally says thank you. And it's just kind of like, you know, just like little things that, that are, that seem common sense, but just keep in mind that always be respectful, always have your manners. And you know, like, if you have the time, have a full-on conversation. Like, I really got to know um, one of the cooks that works in Bear's Den, which is, like, this huge cafeteria at our school. And there's, like, this little section called Cherry... What's it called? Cherry Tree? Cherry Tree. Yeah, yeah, Cherry Tree. Yeah, Cherry Tree. And you know, it's been a while. <laughs> but um, Cherry Tree. And her name's Keisha. And she is such a lovely, lovely soul. Um, very, very kind, nice. She tells her how it is. And I just remember, like, every time I saw her, I would say, hey, how you doing? You know, how's life? And we would just chat. And, you know, we had that relationship since I was a freshman. So literally, I've been seeing her from freshman year to senior year and really had the chance to just really get to know her on such a deep level, even to the point where she was nice enough to give me, you know, more portions for food there were even times when she was giving me just free food and honestly like i did not expect that at all but it was such a nice gesture and that was just from me simply being nice enough to just say hello just to speak to her and treat her like a human being so like just keep that in mind that you know these people aren't your servants they're not your you know you have to treat them like human beings and be respectful and nice and like you'll just be so it's just very rewarding to really get to know someone on that level because you just you know I love getting to know people and just really knowing their stories because I feel like you'll just have more satisfaction in life you know like just doing that um and there's so many wonderful people that work at that school and just any school so like just keep in mind that that will definitely give you an advantage in so many different ways never um forget to do that and like, even like as Jack mentioned, um, mentioned with the janitors and housekeeping staff, make sure that e even though you have these people that are cleaning after you, you still want to keep your space clean. You know, I'm going to be honest with y'all. <laughs> the majority of college students are very nasty. I've seen lots of different things. Different, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Let me just go in and paint some more colors into that picture. By nasty, you mean like filthy, like there's like ramen in the sinks. Yes, I hate that. Oh. I am a clean freak, like the freakiest of, in both ways, but <laughs> we'll get into the other way a different time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep. Obviously not everybody, not everybody filthy, but yeah. Yeah, it's just like a matter of, you know, just doing basic things, like keeping the sink a little bit clean, just keeping your area clean. You know, don't leave the piss on the toilet seat. <laughs> wipe it down. Yeah, I mean, if you get on there by accident, you just like wipe it down. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Be careful what you do in the shower. It's very, very important. They know. Yes. They see everything and it smells too, so. Huh. <laughs> story for another time but but yes the housekeeping also have like stories of their own and that's something to keep in mind too um 
Like I remember my sophomore year residency hall, um, the janitor who cleaned my room, he was like a, he was like a middle-aged, he's like in his late fifties. And he, uh, I had a conversation with him one time. He was like working to send his son to wash you too. And uh, at the time, you know, it's just like, it's tough, you know, mm-hmm. um, using like, using your salary to pay, I don't know, like art tuition, which is like, it's tough. You have to like work long hours. And the thing is a physically taxing job as well. Like they have to go up and down the floor and they have to go multiple buildings and they have to do like, it's like, it's literally physical labor. So like, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, no, that was just other thing, you know, like now with this COVID and like, well, the janitors aren't, I, I don't know if they're working or not. Do you think they're, are they still working? I hope they're still getting paid. I think well, right now they're probably not just because of the pandemics because they sent everyone home. I think they're going to start putting people back on campus. Like actually maybe around now. Cause I thought I said June 1st or maybe like a little bit, you know, cause I know I'm going back to campus June 11th actually. For sure. Or at least like to for- St. Louis. Um, oh, you're coming back to St. Louis on the 11th. Yeah. Just to like get my stuff basically. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so um, at least on the med campus right now, uh, things are open slowly. Um, I think the thing is like, they opened up last week and they said like people can come in for 30% of their work time. Um, but for housekeeping, you know, it's like, it's different. It's a little different because obviously they need to keep the buildings clean. Um, but for the people who are not, like who aren't coming in, um, Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that at least they get paid. Um, yeah, yeah. They're like usually, yeah, they probably have like a smaller safety net. Right. Them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So appreciate the janitors. Appreciate the cooks. Yeah, and just even your professors. I know that's not um, really. I mean, that's still involved in you know university staff, but. People don't realize it as much, but you know, your professors can get you a long way, especially when it comes to just networking outside of college, jobs, internships, you know, just get to know them and just your grade, like, let's be honest. Yeah. Recommendations, like anything. (laughs) Well, that too, but there's some professors that are just really interesting people. Um, Yeah. We should have have a different episode on that some other time. I can't remember. Yes. The fun times you have with your professors and so on and so forth. <laughs> I know there's at least two professors that I'm going to come. Like, I feel I can see myself in the future coming back to wash you, you know, like 10 years later saying hi, you know, Hey, how's it going? And like, you know, going out and eating a chicken sandwich with one of the professors because that's <laughs> on and over. It's one weird time, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get to know the staff. That's tip number four. And, um, finally tip number five, a little bit of a drum roll. No regrets. No regrets. Yeah. No regrets. Um, (laughs) that sounds sounds pretty common sense, but what do you mean by no regrets? Yeah. So this is super, super important. You don't want to have any regrets. What Not a- even just in college, but just in life, you know? That's just a way to live by. And 
one way, one thing I've learned, and actually learned this in class, which is very, very interesting. It was a marketing class. I learned that it was a consumer behavior marketing class. So this is legit shit. <laughs> but it anyway. Consumer <laughs> behavior? Yeah, what? consumer behavior. Oh, okay. So like advertising. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. this is how people think. So um, this is research proven, guys. This is like gritty material right here. So anyway, the advice that I was given is never regret action. So basically what this means is you regret inaction more so in the long run. So for example, I'm going to use the example of a frat party because that is like the standard, like totally college example. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to use frat party. Um, okay. So my freshman year, actually Jack and I went to a frat party our freshman year together oh, and it was our first one. And I remember it like it was yesterday the theme was like international themes. It was like, you know, oh, rep a country or like rep something international themes. And you know how people came in with a little different shirts, repping different countries and states and all that kind of stuff. It was really cute. And there was a line to get in. Like this was my first legit party, I guess. I mean. One of our first parties, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, the fact that we had to wait in a line to get in was just beyond what I ever thought. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God, this is, like, what it's like, like in the movies. Like, I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be, like, like a version of Superbad, the movie or something. Like, you just walk in and just, what? <laughs> if you don't, for people who didn't see Superbad, watch the movie and you'll understand what I mean. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so we get in and, you know, it's people everywhere, you know, dancing, twerking moving a body and then you got people on the stairs doing other things and long lines to get into these like secret corridors of different rooms within the fraternities and stuff but um the reason why i brought up the example of a frat party is because it's like that's something that pretty much like all colleges you know can relate to for the most part it's like, like a very like standard college thing and when thinking about this idea of no regrets um you know, going to a frat party is an experience I've always kind of looked forward to when I went to college because it's, there was so much hype behind it, you know, through the media, through, you know, your people that you know that have been to college or just through watching movies. And I've always wanted to know what that was like. So when I went, um, well, I kind of had these like preconceived notions of how it's going to be. But actually when I went, it was in a way similar, but then in a way very different. And just the experience in itself, I realized that I didn't like it. <laughs> and, you know, if I didn't take that opportunity to actually go, I would have never known that. So like the idea behind this is experience college because, you know, after that, when you have to get into your more professional career and lifestyle, you won't have the chance to really do that kind of stuff. So it's just certain things like, you know, in high school, you got prom or, you know, different things like that. Um, you just want to make sure that you take advantage of what you have in front of you because, you know, after college, you might not have the opportunity to go to a frat party. And it's a very distinct environment um, that you just have to kind of see for yourself whether you like it or not. 
um, you know, it's fine. But just having that experience, I think it's cool because, you know, you can say you've done it and you can decide whether or not you want to continue to do it. And that's what I did. You know, I said, that's not for me. I mean, you know, I just, it just wasn't my vibe, but it might be yours. And if, you know, you can join a frat and all that kind of stuff, that would be cool. But just never lose out on taking um, experiences in college because one experience always leads to another experience. You know, like you, you might meet someone at that frat party. You know, I've met different people at parties that I might not have enjoyed the party, but I did enjoy meeting those people and I ended up becoming friends with them or just establishing some sort of relationship with them. So I definitely um, wanna make sure you guys benefit off of the social environment in your college. It's gonna be nerve, like you're gonna be nervous, you're gonna be shy because it's a new environment and you don't know what you're doing. And people are like me, cause I was very nervous and shy. Like, I mean, you might be a party animal, so you know, go do your thing. But, <laughs> If you like me, you just got to tell yourself, you know, go with your friends because you'd be more comfortable going in a group to different activities, but just get out there and just live your life because you only got one and you got to live it the best you can. Like, you know, like there's so many, so many opportunities in college and just take advantage of each and every one. Do not, do not, because if you do, I will come after you. Come so after you better me. take advantage. I'll murder you. In your <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it sounds like, you know, it sounds like while the frat party wasn't something that you ended up enjoying, the point is that basically you want to try new things, even if just to find out that you don't like them, right? You don't want to like pass by thing that you think you won't wouldn't like but you know if you actually do it turns out that it's actually fit for you so, exactly egg exactly that goes for parties what else does that go for <clears throat> i guess it goes for yeah and i mean even the dance thing you know i didn't see myself doing a salsa dance it's like that's so outside of like what i was thinking about <laughs> like honestly just joining a club student group group like if you even have a slightest interest even classes honestly like make sure that you're taking like classes that you might not necessarily be interested in just because you can learn something new and you know broaden your horizon and your knowledge and expertise because when you get into the real world you want to know you know how to interact with different people different situations new ways of thinking these are all skills that you're going to learn through college but it will make your life a lot easier if you just if you just succumb to it and just be open-minded because trust me, like, yeah, there will be hardships. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the other thing that people, um, at least I didn't realize that college classes are expensive. They're so mm. expensive. Like once you graduate from college, you'll basically have like no access to anything like classes anymore. I don't know. Right. At least you can pay for them. And um, classes like that can get really expensive, especially if they're like, you know, a very specialized. Um, so, yeah, take, make the most out of the classes while you still can because you're paying tuition. Um, right, exactly. Your parents are paying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Don't. <laughs> please, please, please take advantage. Like, especially when you're in there, like you have the resources, you have all, all these intelligent, you know, people, 
people that have so many different walks of life and different experiences and they can help you in so many ways like what literally whatever i'm saying like i'm talking about you know college depending on what college you go to but like most of them have so many different classes like when it comes to languages like any language you can think of i mean you know it's such a vast range because when i went to high school we only had spanish for languages but you know in college you have pretty much languages from each continent um to study from so it just gives you so much openness they literally have classes on like i had a friend um who graduated a few years ago but he took a class in lifeguarding like literally it was like lifeguard 101 or something really yeah i'm not even joking and (laughs) so like this was in college oh so like wait so we have a lifeguarding class wow yeah i know and it's, I mean, you know, with my schedule, I didn't, I wasn't able to do it. Yeah. Which is, we'll talk about schedule, you know. Yeah. Like class is a different episode. But, um, yeah, like, they have a lifeguarding class. They had a lot of, like, art-related classes. Like, um, you can do, it was one class where you get to blow glass, like, glass blowing or something. Oh, oh, uh, yes, glass. Um, yeah, I think it's called glass blowing, glass torching, or something like that, where you make yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I also, I took a weightlifting class and that was actually really cool because, you know, you get credits pretty much for going to the gym. So like if one thing is you get credit. So it was like pretty much free credits. You don't get graded on anything. So it's just an easy A. You just have to show up, um, you know, sign in and then do your little workout session and you really get a personalized workout. So you're getting like, do you know how much it costs? Oh my God to like sign up for a to, first of all a gym membership a free gym membership in college that's one she was to have a personalized workout plan that costs a lot of money to be paying these personal trainers usually it's a monthly cost of like twenty dollars or more um and you have free access to the equipment and you have a scheduled time to actually work out because i know in college y'all gonna be so busy it's yeah. gonna be hard to you know do that kind of stuff but, like, if you have a class that's designed for that, you literally have that time and space for that. So it just makes your life so much easier. So, you know, take advantage of those. Like, you know, they got yoga, Zumba, just physical activity stuff to just keep your mind, well, you, you know, your mind working, but then having your body work, too, to, like, balance it out. Because, um, you know, because, I mean, now we're we stuck in quarantine. I haven't been working out a lot. So it's just been like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so just, even if it's just taking a walk, because I know like Jack and I, we took walks and just, we like talked and walked. And that honestly was just so refreshing just to get some fresh air, you know, walk around the neighborhood, get used to it. Mm-hmm. Things like that just really make a difference in your, and how you feel and just, yeah, like take advantage of all that kind of stuff. We even did a, uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, jiu-jitsu? <laughs> jiu-jitsu. Oh, my God. So, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Um, yes, yes. Jiu-jitsu is one of the best things out there. Just a shameless plug. If you are thinking about doing events and you want to defend yourself against a street attacker or just anybody who might come out and strike you, jiu-jitsu is, is for you. Go learn jiu-jitsu, everybody. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yes. We should definitely talk about jujitsu in a later episode. 
Yeah, that was a very interesting experience. Um, and it's like, it's the best martial art you can learn for self-defense. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu and boxing, I think, are the two best if you want to actually like really practice self-defense. Not that you'd have to use it anytime, but it just gives you the confidence to know that, you know, you could defend yourself if the situation were to arise. But exactly. yeah. So, um, yeah, we've been talking for like about above an hour now. I think it's time to wrap up. Um, <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you guys for listening to this. This is the very first episode of Hampton and the Mao. Um, what are we talking about in the next episode? Do we know? Let's see. We possibly will. fitness, possibly diet, possibly jobs. Yeah, you guys will have to tune in to find out. And we have a lot of great new information for you guys. A lot of things to share. So stay tuned, stay fit, stay healthy, stay, stay happy. And we will hopefully see you guys next time. Um, all right. Adios. Bye. <laughs> okay. Now I need to figure out how I can stop recording. Bye.